0: okay welcome to the rocks and roots podcast via zoom i am one of your hosts tumbles and on the screen in front of me on the other side of the state is
1: (laughs) frankie so this will probably be our best sounding episode because it's being done through zoom and not In a car, and you won't hear chewing (laughs) in the background, or random other noises, or us yelling at traffic.
0: But that is part of the charm of this podcast.
1: So, we are still the most unprofessional (laughs) podcast on the internet, but this episode's quality may be approaching some level of professionalism.
0: We're trying.
1: Yes, so it has been... (laughs) Three weeks because
0: <gasps> drum roll, please.
1: <laughs> I am one of the thirty million Americans who has had and recovered from COVID. Um,
0: and how are you feeling, cranky?
1: Well, I. This experience taught me that the government mitigation efforts are absolutely necessary. We need to be locked in our homes. We need vaccine passports. Everyone needs to do their part. I now understand.
0: I'm going to shut this podcast down.
1: (laughs) No, that's fucking bullshit. Just, I'm fine. It was not pleasant. Honestly, I was the sickest I probably have ever been. It was COVID uh, and probably COVID bronchitis
0: or something else. But, yeah. Yeah. I am
1: fine. Just like 99% of the people who get this under the age of 65 are going to be fine. So yeah, other than missing out on three weeks of the world, I am good to go and everything that I've been ranting about on this podcast has been confirmed. If you have a comorbidity, if you're at risk, protect yourself. Otherwise, go live your life. You might get the virus, but you're going to be fine.
0: Absolutely. So when I had the Rona back in January, it was a four to five day head cold and I was pretty much done. Then Mr. Cranky over here, you know, tries to one up me, you know, again, you know, and decides to have almost three weeks of being, you know, near death. So,
1: yeah, I was. <laughs> it was not pleasant. Yeah. Every symptom, you can just check them off the list. Fever, not being able to breathe. I never lost my sense of smell, but um, <clears throat> sense of taste is
0: just coming back. I still don't like coffee. It tastes like nickels. Oh, no.
1: Um, hopefully that'll change, because I would like to like coffee again. But, yeah, it, it was not pleasant. Um, and if I was not healthy, if I wasn't hiking, if I wasn't running, I'd be in more serious trouble, but that's, you know, the risk you take from breathing. There's viruses out there. If you're at risk, protect yourself. Otherwise, you know, you, life is risky. Deal with it.
0: That's right. And we are experts at taking risks. So yesterday, this is a horrible segue, but... Yes. <laughs> Speaking of risks.
1: It's not a COVID (laughs) podcast, despite what some people may think.
0: (laughs) Very true. We just want to let the world know that you can go outside and still be safe.
1: Yes. So yesterday was the first day. I probably did push
0: it a little bit, but it was the first day I felt I could get back into the woods. Mm -hmm. So
1: we did...
0: Stonetown Circular, which is located in northern New Jersey, in Ringwood, New Jersey, and it is labeled as the hardest hike in the state of New Jersey, which, looking at the elevation profile of New Jersey, yeah, it is the hardest hike in New Jersey. I think we topped off at 1,300 feet.
1: So I have the stats in oh, front of me. Oh, he
0: has the stats, Okay. Go for it.
1: 10.8 miles. Excellent. 2,510-foot elevation gain. Um, moving time of 5 hours, 18 minutes. Total time of 5 hours, 24 minutes, because wow. I was really slow yesterday. Um, and 29 minute, 39 second miles, again, because I was really slow yesterday.
0: Well, you know, not even... Not even that. I mean, Stonetown Circular is just hill after hill after hill after hill as well. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it for a beginner. Uh, I would. I, rec- I would recommend it for somebody who's had some history of hiking, especially doing some peak work maybe in the Catskills. Um, you will feel it at the end of it if this is your first time doing Stonetown Town. It includes five actual peaks and many little dinky annoying hills in between. So if I can remember them offhand, we do the trail, we do the trail every year. I think Cranky Miss last year, I did it solo last year. Uh, But this is kind of a a yearly, a yearly thing. We do it in the springtime to kind of start off the spring season. Usually. Yeah, um, about the same time two years ago. Yeah, and I did it the same time last year. Uh, so we go counterclockwise, which seems to be the easier way to do it. So you hit the hills, the, the mountain, quote-unquote mountains first, and then you kind of sail along the last three and a half, four miles. So the yes. first... Um, the first mountains you hit are Little Windbeam and Windbeam, which has a wonderful view of New York City.
1: And this is all trails is telling me that this is linked to Windbeam Mountain Overlook Trail.
0: There you go. Yeah. Makes yep. sense.
1: Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was not in, it was more three weeks of being down and out and My lung capacity is not 100% yet, so I did not really take in or enjoy the views, but they were there. I got a couple pictures, which I'll put on Instagram. Um, I didn't see the city. I was just happy to get up, and then I wanted to get down and out of the wind. Mm. So, um, yeah, you said you saw the city.
0: Yes, uh, on a clear day, which was yesterday morning before we got overcast and flurries, uh, you can see the city on a clear day. And uh, two years ago, we actually, it was just warm enough where we could sit on on the rocks up there and have breakfast, but yesterday was not one of those days. It was actually the coldest day of spring so far, and it'll probably be the last cold day um, since we're just warming up into April at this point (laughs) uh, 40 degrees oh yeah Um, we were out there in 26 degree weather yesterday morning we started around 745 the 26 degrees it didn't get above freezing because we were hitting flurries for the majority of the hike I was not pleased
1: (laughs) I was just happy to be out there Um, any other time if you are experienced and you do peak work Um, this would not have been a challenge. Like you said, if you're just starting out, don't do this. But if you are an experienced peak bagger or hiker, this would not have been that big a deal. Um, more, Mm -hmm. the hills are more annoying.
0: I did like, (laughs) um, I did like the first two because you get awesome views of the
1: city, the river, There's no views on the top, and you're just up and down, up and down. Um, and again, probably not the smartest move to do this without full lung capacity. But on the fourth peak,
0: is that right before the road?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. So going up that one, um,
0: that either boar or bear, I'm not sure. Okay.
1: okay, I started to get a little lightheaded. And you were walking slower than normal anyway, so you didn't get too far ahead. Mm -hmm. So it was like I was on drugs because everything looked like slow motion (laughs) and there were flurries. (laughs) um, Yeah, we had to stop after that one so that I could collect myself. If
0: you want a trip, guys, get COVID and then climb a mountain.
1: I guess. I, (laughs) um, I,
0: you know, it's funny up those, those, speaking of those hills... What I did it the first time with, we'll call him Mr. Oceanographer from Florida because he he moved down to Florida. Uh, I went with a friend of mine who is also uh, um, a decent hiker and uh, he knew a lot more of the New Jersey trails than I will probably ever know. And uh, we went clockwise the first time and came across a hiker who had just weight in his pack. And he was climbing up the last four peaks and then turning around and doing it, doing it again because he was training for Kilimanjaro. So, if, That's awesome. if you are training for higher peaks, if you're going out west and doing something, that is actually a really good circuit to do if you're local and, and want to do something. It's a really good workout.
1: Yes. This is, well, we said it at the end. This is, you're not going to get, get some nice views with Wyndham, but this is not something you're going to do that's that's epic. This was a test for me and it was close. We would have been able to bail if I couldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's our yearly thing. I was actually thinking, it's funny that you mentioned that, I was thinking yesterday if I was healthier, um, and depending on, you know, if there's any downtime in the hiking season, that would be an awesome trail to train for trail running. And if you could get yourself to be able to run the 10 miles, that would be epic.
0: (laughs) I'm shuddering. (laughs) That first peak is just brutal. (laughs) because you're cold by the time you get to the top of windbeam you're finally you know your your muscles are warmed up so then you could probably do it but
1: oh. <laughs> that would be an awesome goal to work towards it would definitely um, yeah yesterday it was a mix because the last 3 hikes that i had been on have been in the Catskills with snow i did do with another friend of mine i went back to panther and a giant ledge and panther with snowshoes so i was actually it was kind of like walking on the moon almost because there's no snow and no snowshoes and
0: mm, mm-hmm. um and then you hit the wind beam and you have
1: like no lung capacity because you're recovering from covid and you're like oh it sucks <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah overall it is for us it's something local that's still challenging can get it done in half a
0: day and then go have lunch yeah yeah i i I do like it Uh, oh it's a bit deceiving and i always say this every time we do this hike because once you hit the five peaks you're like oh good we're almost done And then you're like, oh, dinky hill, dinky hill, dinky hill, like four more dinky (laughs) Dinky hills.
1: And yeah, the last three miles are, yes, up and down little tiny hills.
0: Some bouldering if you wanted to do that, actually. (laughs) The last
1: second tenths are fairly easy. Um, But when about a mile before you finish, there is that one last section with um, going down some rocks and mm-hmm. I was about done by that point <laughs> and I was kind of like on my butt just sliding down I was like this kind of sucks but um the last seven tenths of a mile are actually really
0: nice yeah you're you're walking on road <laughs> for at so least three quarters of a mile done it
1: both directions yeah which direction would you recommend and why
0: counterclockwise all the way Um, you, like I said, you're hitting the peaks first, and those are the gnarliest climbs of the hike, and then you can chill out, and there's a bit of a baby ridge walk following the fifth peak, and yeah, then you can relax. There's a a point where you're hitting a a decent-sized brook at the second half of of the 10 miles, which would be nice if there wasn't garbage everywhere. When I first started doing it, there wasn't, and it was nice to hang out and have a snack. But uh, now it's kind of a dump. So if you do this hike, be prepared to see um, garbage, a lot of junk lying around everywhere. I think the highlights are the, are the the two rusted out cars, but those are part of the hike.
1: Yes. So that yeah, as Tumble said, there are two um, abandoned rusted out vehicles. The one we could not identify what it was. It was the a skeleton. Other is um, a nineteen eighty nine or very early nineties Toyota. Thus, and you could—it's other than being on its side and rusting in the woods, it's still in great shape. Like, we wanted to drag this thing out; you could get it to run again. Thus, proving Toyotas are indestructible.
0: Please, if you are listening to this and decide to drag this Toyota out of the woods, please contact us and let us know. We'd like to see the the job that you would do. <laughs> Don't dump it. or um, you know,
1: <laughs> it would be an awesome leave no trace video <laughs> if we went and yes. just attempted to tie 550 cord to this thing like we are picking up litter because leave no trace dragging this rusted out Toyota out of there that'd be an awesome leave no trace
0: and you know what we can start really small like picking up a a beer can and then a tire and then a a chair and then the car and then because you do go under um, power lines during this hike, then you can wrap the cord around the the power towers and start trying to drag
1: that around.
0: Leave no No trace. trace. (laughs) Oh, Um, wonderful. In
1: all seriousness, yes, you are correct. Like, I was annoyed because this, it abuts a couple of residential neighborhoods and
0: apparently they use... The trail access points as dumping grounds. There was, towards the end, there was a lot of crap all
1: over the place. Like, literally, people just dumping stuff.
0: And this is the New York-New Jersey Trail Conference, and they are not too terri. like the headquarters, are not too terribly far from Stonetown. So, I, I'm tired of hearing COVID as an excuse to not go out on trail and do some trail maintenance. Now, we can shut our own goddamn mouths and do it ourselves however it is maintained by the nynjtc so let's let's get a move on it's been a year let's do some work
1: yes you are right um we can do what we can do but there is an official organization that is supposed to be Maintaining this. Yeah, absolutely right. But no, there's signs at intersections saying, keep uh, Ringwood clean, don't litter. So that.
0: <laughs> They're is, failing.
1: Yes, the propaganda is not working. Um, and this is the only trail I've seen that the Leave No Trace movement, even though I make fun of it sometimes, and even though there are sanctimonious assholes um, who film themselves picking up, you know, litter and, and then post it, and you're supposed to genuflect to them. Um, However It has been a very successful Movement and it's the only trail I see that
0: Yeah Yeah you're right I'm hard Pressed to think even on the busiest Days I mean the one day That I went up to the Adirondacks last Year and it was packed People still you know Took it out took their Garbage with them
1: yeah I haven't Seen this anywhere else Mm -hmm. I'm trying to Think Uh, So the litter issue oh we always screw this up within the last three miles there is as you're coming down off the last peak there's always a fork that we missed this time oh, we yeah. messed it up in a different spot Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we were talking to Gavin and we missed um, we kept veering to the left and all trails started giving me the you're off trail alert um, but you know, with all trails, it's really easy to get back on. When we had done this previously, we messed it up really bad. And I'll let you talk about that one.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Be mindful the second half of the trail. No, not uh not as well marked. Post Fifth Peak, which I... Think is called twin. Every mountain, baby mountain chain, large mountain chain has a mountain called twin. I don't understand why. Um, so after the fifth peak, if you're going counterclockwise, just be mindful because the blazes do get a little bit wonky. Uh, once you pass the brook with all the garbage, you are on a service road for a hot minute, you go back into the woods, and the white uh, with the triangle blaze, which is the stonetown circular blaze, uh, connects with the orange blaze at that point. Now, if you're following it properly, you will end up back on the service road and this is where we messed up we went back onto the service road and started walking the service road for a good. 0. four miles when we realized that there were no blazes so th- thank goodness for all trails uh, I took us back and we were way off trail at that point and it was it was a little later in the spring at that point Moment when we did that one, so things start were so a little bit more uh green, and things were growing, so we had to bushwhack i don't know a, half a mile of bushwhacking, what felt like a half mile of bushwhacking through, probably poison everything, and eventually got back on trail. oh that speaking of poison everything. That's gonna be a flashback episode.
1: All right, quickly flash me back.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, oh yes, I remember. Yes. yes, that ended okay. up the hospitalizations yes. happened that weekend. Yes,
1: minor medical procedure <laughs> the next day. Um. Yeah, what we had done is the blazes. It's really weird. There's like a. <clears throat> It was
0: just, just poorly goes, blazed.
1: <laughs> yes, it goes up and around. Like, it splits. And one section goes up and
0: around for literally 50 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the blaze is up on that...
1: Kind of picture a racetrack with an embanked turn. And the blaze is at the top of this embanked turn, for lack of a better ter- term. And the road is right there. So we, And it says the blaze is saying left so we're like oh that must be left on the road for a hot minute right no it was left to go back down
0: Down. it made no sense
1: so we didn't make that mistake this time um but we still got a little lost so be mindful overall i would say if you're looking for something local i would give this a 3.5 out of five because it's definitely not easy if you're looking for something if you live in the area and you're looking for something local um this is still challenging but doable in a morning so my rating is 3.5 out of 5
0: all right now i give this one a 4.25 out of 5 uh, <laughs> a russian judge says um but I, I do like this a little bit more than Cranky does. By the end of it, I'm done. But, um, yeah, I do like this, this trail. I know what I'm doing at this point. It's kind of mindless. It's a good workout if there is a morning where, you know, we're not syncing up for the weekend or whatever. It's, it's, it's good to do.
1: Yes. Once yeah, again, if you're local. Gone, we still wanted to hike, so this was... Mm-hmm.
0: Good morning. Yeah. Um. I would not say
1: this is the hardest hike in New Jersey. Ooh. I would say the hardest hike in New Jersey <clears throat> is, and I'm really embarrassed that I started this and I'm blanking on it right now, Um. Delaware Water Gap, <clears throat> the mountain. Tammany? Yes. I would say Tammany is the hardest hike in New Jersey, depending on the loop that you do for it. I think we should test this theory.
0: It's hard to compare because you're dealing with one larger okay. mountain versus five smaller ones. Okay. I don't know. Yes. I mean, what to go I off
1: I think Tammany is still more difficult.
0: Tan yes, if you were to go to the Delaware Water Gap where everybody and their mother goes, you know, <laughs> to get away from the city, uh, and you do the Mount Tammany ascent. It is a challenging ascent to do. And we time ourselves.
1: <laughs> I think that should be an episode once we get back into shape.
0: Ah oh, yes, then we can talk about the the straddle um the straddle yes. hike. That's a good idea.
1: Um so not a ton of trail talk. It was mostly just us catching up on personal shit because I had been down for three weeks. Um we did do at the end you had recommended Chernobyl
0: Oh yeah yeah if you have uh, HBO max, watch Chernobyl yes. awesome series. I just finished it last night actually very nice. good very good and they explain like each of the uh, characters too
1: and um for those of you who care in reality, if you are an environmentalist you should be all over nuclear power because there are no emissions and the waste can be 97% of the waste can be recycled. 3% can be stored safely. France stores all of their nuclear waste in basically a high school gymnasium, um, a facility the size of a high school gymnasium. And they, that's how France survives. They have a surplus of power. So it's unfortunate that chernobyl and three mile island have been used to shut down any nuclear power development in this country but the show is
0: good the show is very good the show is quite good and at the end you have the scientists who were politely asked by the russian government to keep silent and when they were doing their testimonies of what they they found and there was one testimony and then there was another one which they just let everything out and and told the truth so uh yeah there were kind of some parallels with what's going on in in this country but well, I'm not going to go there <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right so yes i will check it out tumbles recommends hbo chernobyl i'm saying don't let it turn you off of your power because it's fucking amazing and the safest and most
0: environmentally friendly thing ever
1: um <clears throat> bear if you're listening we have not forgotten about you we not will, at all we will interview you at some point um Thank you. We realized that we have some other listeners we weren't aware of. Thank you for your support.
0: We appreciate our silent listeners so much that you, you raise um, by listening to our podcast, it makes it more visible on iTunes. So please continue listening. And from the bottom of our hearts, we love you.
1: And thank you for your support. And we will be back in two weeks with more Shenandoah Appalachian Trail, Virginia.
0: That's right, friends. So like us, love us on the pod. On the pod. Whoa, on the gram. We're on the pod now. On the gram, which is rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. Like uh, Cranky McStumbles at Cranky McStumbles and don't find me. And that's it. Yeah.
1: That's it Uh until we meet again.
0: Ciao.